0: All righty. Uh Dr. Ron Sinagra, ladies and gentlemen, uh Sunrise Wellness Center li.com It's a valuable website, everything we speak about. You don't hear anywhere else. Uh across the media. You just don't. It's valuable info. You go on the site, SunriseWellnessCenterLI.com to get a free consultation with Dr. Ron. You can make a phone call a bit later, six three one five six three fourteen forty-four. It's look at it right off sunrise. Uh, right before the Lakeland Avenue exit. Little strip center there. And uh, Doctor Ron Senauro joins us uh, in his usual spot here on this Tuesday morning. We say a good morning to you, sir. How are you?
1: Good morning. Good morning. <clears throat> Excuse me, a little scratchy throat because it's February in the Northeast. <laughs> Lovely weather. Uh, you are yearning
0: for. The- hey, listen, okay. it could be worse. Could could be worse. You could have uh, you could have twenty two inches of snow out there. Uh, we have uh, done okay. A couple of cold days won't kill us.
1: Yeah, that, not bad. Hey, before we get into what I want to talk about, it, is it just me or do you find this border thing maddening? Is it just maddening? It's, I mean, like, it, I was just thinking it's maddening
0: because, because it could be. Yeah, it could be it's maddening bad. because it just it just you know constitutes the the chaos, the division. Uh, The fact that nothing will ever get done uh, in this world we're living in today because the common sense factor is just lacking. Uh, uh, It's just lacking in a very big way. I'm sorry it is. Um, We have a disaster. A disaster. Just look at our our big city, uh, Doc. uh, You know, it's an absolute disaster.
1: Our federal government's become obsolete. It's made itself to the point where it's irrelevant because it's incapable of doing what the people of this country require it to do. Or, you know, our founding fathers wanted a small federal government, and this is why. We've created this leviathan that, I I mean, you know, we spend almost a trillion dollars a year on national defense to protect us from what? Invasion! Invasion! (laughs)
0: <laughs> He's just eating people walking across the listen, all you have I mean, to do, what? Doc, uh, listen, all you have to do is look at that video, that footage uh, from last weekend in Times Square with those two cops. I mean, oh come on, God, I know. Uh, I attack kidding. brutally, attack brutally. Uh, that's, that sums it all up. That sums it people, all you know, up. The guys that
1: did that, Jay, they really Sorry. looked like they were here because they wanted asylum
0: well it it sums it up because you had that one kick giving America the middle the middle finger yeah, hey. and and that's really what it was yeah. i mean it, yeah. that, that sums it up sums it up yeah. man that's it sums it up hey uh, let's unbelievable get up on
1: a tangent I got some great
0: stuff um
1: you know we've been talking about building a strong immune system because at least uh we know the immune system can protect us <laughs> if we, if we uh, unlike our federal government, if we make it work right. So, in a recap, uh, so everyone who may be just listening, uh, we, we broke down to about, I, I've come up with about eight or nine different points of building a strong and optimizing immune function, or building a strong immune system. And the first one was maintaining mitochondrial energy reserves. It's important for your uh, immune cells to have Uh, energy and the mitochondria are are the power plants of the cells and they require certain nutrients and we went through that. We want to make sure that we're, uh, Maintaining friendly environments, friendly microenvironments, the good bacteria that protect our skin, our gut lining, sino and genital-urinary systems. Uh, we live in a microbial world, and the good bacteria—and I'm using that term loosely, but you know, it's a layman's term—but you know, the friendly microbes, the commensal microbes, are vital for our health. Uh, we want to make sure that we protect our barriers. Meaning, uh, the skin, the gut lining, uh, cytorespiratory, and again, genital urinary, those two go hand in hand. Um, a proper gut lining, I think, is the most important because when our gut becomes leaky, as, uh, as it's been, uh, called now, leaky gut syndrome it really fires up inflammation and creates all kinds of problems with autoimmunity, um, chronic inflammation, and all kinds of other problems. Uh, Also, we wanted to discuss uh, hypersanitation. Uh, Sanitation is very, very important. We know that. Washing of the hands, uh, clean water, proper food distribution, sewers, garbage removal, all highly, highly important. But on the flip side of that coin is hypersanitation when you wipe out all the good bacteria, you wipe out all the microbes, uh, everything is being bleached, sanitized, you're protecting yourself from your environment, and that's actually detrimental to your health and your immune system. So we went through a lot of good things, and I'm trying to give people a different understanding of how they can actually build their immune system. And today's a really good one, Jay, because today we're gonna talk about building micronutrients and antioxidant reserves. And I I call this my magic bullet because my core philosophy for reversing and preventing chronic illness is to prioritize therapies that maintain and restore key metabolic reserves. Where have you heard that before? You haven't.
0: Uh, I have have not heard
1: that. Yeah, we don't discuss that, but restoring metabolic reserves. This especially includes the maintaining and rebuilding of a person's micronutrient reserves. Micronutrients meaning vitamins, minerals, antioxidants. Uh, Macronutrients are proteins, fats, carbohydrates. So building up a person's and maintaining the reserves of micronutrients is vital to get us through crises. Uh, A hallmark of modern nutrition Is the connection between specific nutrient deficiencies and disease susceptibility I think you know I think everyone will remember you know from history uh, you know vitamin C deficiencies and scurvy and rickets you know that was the big probably the first big one that we figured out uh, hundreds of years ago uh, with the sailors when they had no vitamin C for extended periods of time they dealt with scurvy and rickets but we also have to understand that uh, nutrient insufficiencies also create a problem with our immune system it creates immune vulnerabilities and when supplementing until a person reaches optimal nutrient levels is not even appreciated in in Western healthcare and I and I I call that my secret sauce by building up a person's um, micronutrient levels to optimal function optimal levels you've turned this body around uh incredibly so when we're taking people that have chronic health issues if you're having chronic health issues trust me your micronutrient reserves are low they go hand in hand so and i've seen it for 15 years now that when someone comes in with all kinds of health issues when we run their blood They've got a lot of micronutrient deficiencies and just bringing them up to optimal levels instantly changes physiology, instantly changes health. Now, I'm not saying it's it's a panacea and it's going to restore them completely. There's usually a lot of other things that need to be done, too, but it's a great start. People with immune challenges like autoimmune disease, chronic illness, they benefit dramatically from consuming well above the US RDA levels of vitamins and minerals. Uh, You know, Mm -hmm. we're not trying to just, you know, prevent a nutrient deficiency. And that's what the US RDA was for. We're not trying to just prevent a deficiency. We're trying to build up a reserve. And it's important, like, you know, when you look at multivitamins, like when patients come in, I check their zinc. And most of the time, the normal range is, I think it's like 60 to 130. Most of the time, people are very, very low 60s, if not below 60. And when you look at a multivitamin, it has five milligrams of zinc. Well, we put people on 60 milligrams. And remember, we monitor everything with follow-up blood work. So we're not just... Giving people nutrients and just uh, and micronutrients and vitamins and minerals and and just letting them t- take as much as they they want or without monitoring the amounts. So we see this all the time. The problem with multivitamins, like we put people on ten thousand IU's a day of, of vitamin D in the winter, and a mult- and a multivitamin has one thousand. So we see that the are... The, the, the multivitamins are great for someone who has no nutrition, you know, or you're just trying to be above the RDA levels. But we don't want to be above the RDA. We want to optimize things to max levels. And that's when we really see um we really see almost instantaneous changes in in, in body function.
0: Okay? Uh interesting there. Interesting, man, because, listen, it's an ever-changing thing, as you've been discussing all along. Go ahead.
1: Well, uh, I just wanted you to understand, it, it's a different way of looking at it. You, there's two ways. of do, do you want to be just above the RDA, you know, or do you want to be at optimal function? And, you know, let me see, you know, our healthcare system really drops the ball on this one. We have this obsession with limiting vitamin D for some reason. I have no idea why um and, and you know and you know be oh. careful too much vitamin d uh you know too much vitamin d is not good for you let me ask you a question did you ever hear this hey did you hear what happened to bill no what happened to bill yeah too much vitamin d i mean, are you kidding me i mean, every time i turn the TV on there's a class action lawsuit about some some fda approved drug that caused bodily harm or they or you know or, or death and uh, yep I can't tell you how many people are like, oh, well, you can't take too much vitamin D. Oh, don't take too much vitamin A. Oh, it comes with a warning. And, and I check yeah. everybody's blood all the time. It, it, to get you near the the normal vitamin D levels are 30 to 100. I've been doing this for 15 years. Nobody, nobody came in above 90. Nobody in 15 years. Most people come in Mm. below 30. (laughs) Some people come in 40, 45. We like you between 75 and 85. If you have autoimmune disease, we can even take you above 100. Now, if you go above 100... There's just some precautions you want to take. You want to make sure that you have a very low calcium intake because uh hypercalcemia is a problem with increasing vitamin D. But if you have autoimmune disease, vitamin D is the most important nutrient. And there's certain protocols uh where they can actually raise vitamin D to very high levels. And I've done that with a few patients that were really inflamed and the results were, were, were like mind blowing. So but my point is, it's just a different way of looking at nutrients. And for some reason, at Western medicine, Western healthcare, care, uh, they have this, this thing where they, they want to limit it all the time. They're always, use caution. Use ca-. I'm like, use caution. I mean, yeah, you don't want to be stupid about it. But, I mean, I think we need to use caution more about the things with the lawyers on TV. Just my personal opinion. Uh, you know, it, it, it's... It's just something that's very frustrating to see it all the time. But here's a vital lesson. Yeah. Active immune systems provide a wide variety of free radicals as a natural consequence of mounting a strong defense. Now, we've talked about free radicals in the past and and what they do to the body and how, and how negative they are for our health. So, yes, our own body produces harmful free radicals. The same nasty things that you get from toxins, pesticides, pollution, smoking, yeah, the same things. Those free radicals. It's kind of like the cost of doing business on a cellular level. Free radicals are a byproduct of many cellular functions. And uh actually, our body actually needs a little bit of free radicals. The cells use it for communication purposes. So, uh you know, We don't want to wipe them out completely. Excuse me, completely, but we really want to keep them at a low, low level. So, how do we do this? It's critical that these free radicals are swiftly neutralized by a strong network of antioxidants. Um, In the in the past, we talked about oxidative stress, and that's when your free radical load surpasses your antioxidant stores. That's big trouble. Now, if you look at the before and after pictures of uh, you see them on TV. Some of these people are are using crystal meth, where they age like ten years in in one. Or, or if you see somebody, you see an old smoker, wrinkled out, you know, or an alcoholic, uh, someone who's you know just really abused their body. What happens? Wh- why do these things wrinkle out the face like that and cause so much damage? What what happens is they just blow out their antioxidant reserves so they just they have no more antioxidants to combat the free radicals that their lifestyle is producing um and then the body just starts to age rapidly and we see that so they they quickly they run through vitamin c vitamin d vitamin e now you have no more free radicals uh excuse me Pardon me if my voice is a little cracky this morning. You have no more antioxidants to fight these free radicals. And now those radicals are free to just cause damage in the body. So you must build up your reserves of micronutrients. Vitamin A, B-complex for methylation, vitamin C, vitamin D, selenium, zinc, magnesium, even iodine. It's very important, but that's just part one. You bring up your antioxidants, but part two is glutathione. Now, glutathione is the master antioxidant of the human body. And it's really interesting how this works because glutathione is what cleans up everything when it comes to free radicals. And it's produced from three amino acids cysteine, glycine, and glutamic acid. Now, it's not easy to take glutathione externally. They do sell glutathione supplements, but the problem is they don't, glutathione doesn't cross the gut lining very well. So instead, what we do is we use N acetylcysteine. <clears throat> Excuse me again, I do apologize this morning.
0: What's um, going on N-acetyl-cysteine. with that? N
1: acetylcysteine. And N acetylcysteine, yeah. once it gets absor- it absorbs very easily through your gut lining. And once it gets into your blood, yep. it's very rapidly converted to glutathione. Now, here's the you know the rule of thumb is: people with high glutathione are healthy. People with low glutathione are not. And, and that's what it, you, I mean. That was the rule of thumb when we, when we were in college. And so, what we have is a complex network of antioxidants that are critical for. for proper immune function and many people don't realize that so that was the part of the immune system that i wanted to talk about today so we could understand that uh, that th- there's this is this symphony of, of building a strong immune system and we ignore almost every aspect of it in our society from the commensal bacteria to the microbes to the mitochondria uh, uh to uh Uh, hygiene practices we we just we don't pay attention to the things that the body really needs and we just try to deal with the environment you know we'll we'll clean the environment we'll we'll uh, vaccinate against this microbe in the environment and this microbe in the environment you know instead of making ourselves you know Making your, your, your Listen, superman he, armor stronger, making your body less susceptible. That, to me, is the most logical thing because it's a mental shift. <clears throat> it it takes you away from being a victim, and it makes you and it empowers you. Wait a minute. I, I, I'm not going to fear this. I'm going to make my immune system strong. I'm going to make my body strong.
0: Yeah, But how many, uh, Doc, let me stop you here. How many people... We talk about this all the time. I mean, what you say makes sense. But how many people uh, know the regimen as far as making sure, you know, on a year-round basis, keeping their immune systems in check, uh, unless thrust upon by a deadly virus who came at them at the 11th hour, all of a sudden, what do you do? You know, you're left hanging here. And, of course, that's where the vaccine comes into play. But, uh, you know...
1: but I. I Don't you think? I, I think a lot of people look. We got our everybody got. We we all got caught with our pants down with COVID. I mean, you know, and I think everybody everybody learned a lesson. The medical profession, the the wellness profession, the general public. Every everyone was like, "Whoa, uh, okay, you know this this stuff is real and it's game on." Um, so, you know, I think everybody. I think. Most patients and most people now will understand the need to take care and learn more about ways to build up their own immune system, ways to keep themselves strong. Uh, I think the medical community also is going to think about things that they did, lockdowns, uh, you know, other practices that were not necessarily beneficial. Um, I, I think everybody, you know, every time we have a crisis, number one is a learning. You know, it's a learning tool. I mean, we learn so much. We, you know, you go back to Pearl Harbor. We go, you go back to nine eleven. All these, ep- they, 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 all these tragic events give us opportunity to really reevaluate our mistakes and what we didn't do and what we should have done. And so, to answer your question, you know, people now, I think, are starting to, to be more interested in this. Uh, don't you agree?
0: You no, know, absolutely. I mean, everything you say is spot on, without question. But to get acclimated to one's own body and to listen—if we didn't learn a lesson after COVID, you're never gonna, you're never going to after listening to you. And listen, we we could have another one around the corner. We probably do, as far as these deadly viruses are concerned. But the whole thing is about preparation. That's what is uh, discussed right now. It's about preparation. Keep your body in check. Keep your immune system system in check, so that you could fight off these deadly things. That's what it's all. About. You know,
1: and you if you remember with COVID too, the the people that were the most vulnerable were people with comorbidities, and they're just like any, any you know any type of infectious attack or any type of virus. You know, they're opportunistic. They go after the weakest. Uh, you know, they're like water. They seek they, they, they seek level. You know, they they flow to the weakest spot. So, you know, that's what we have to. Learn from is that especially the people that have compromised health or they're diabetics or they're overweight. I mean, who more than that needs high vitamin D? Who you know? And and, and what happens though sometimes is you, that you see the people that are having the health issues, and they're the people that are t- are not doing this at all. And you're like, they're the ones that should be doing it the most, and they don't um, because they get focused on treating what's wrong and then they don't do the things that you need to do to to be right and there's a big difference between treating and they're not mutually exclusive because you're treating what's wrong doesn't mean you can't t- you know take nutrients and take supplements and, and do these other things um, right you, you know so I, I you, it's, a, it's a great discussion because I think people are starting to understand you know there's a lot I can do. I have a, I have a lot of respect.
0: No, there is. But you know, you got to ask yourself honestly, though, how many people are really going to put this regimen in place in their lives? And well, unfortunately, I, you know, listen. Hoping, and again, I'm not taking anything away from, from what you're stating. Everything you're stating you're seems right. to be spot on. But until people adhere to, you know, changing course a little bit, it's going to take a behemothian effort. As far as well, you know making sure one gets healthy in that sort of fashion
1: people are still eating the McDonald's <laughs> you know i mean we we still have people eating junk food, we still have you know obese, you know these are lifestyle choices that people they know they're bad, you know and they they consistently do it uh, you're right so but hopefully I think that I think a lot of people learned uh. After COVID, uh, we don't want to be caught like that again. It's important, and you know, even even this winter, you know, we saw the RSV, we we saw uh, the flu make a, a big resurgence. It, keeping your body strong is something that's just vital these days, and your immune system being strong is the most important aspect, I think, in in the in the 21st century because these, there's no doubt. I, I know, and I don't have any scientific proof of this. This is just anecdotal observation. Everything's getting stronger. <laughs> all these little, all these bugs and colds, and uh, they seem like they're just getting stronger. And I don't know what it's from. I don't know, but we just see it. Um, and you know, I, I just can't stress the fact that it's more important now than probably ever to really work at, at building your immune system.
0: Gotta get it done without question. Uh listen, I've already made some adjustments uh in 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 my own life as far as what you've been stating. Uh, now, will that negate the fact of me getting a vaccination uh the next go around? It probably will not. I'll probably be honest with you. I'm gonna do both. You know, I'm gonna make sure my immune system is in check. And if there is uh, you know, another shot to be had, uh listen, I'll probably take it. I'm gonna be honest with you. I haven't taken I'll be honest, I haven't taken a flu shot. I've not taken the flu shot. Uh Only because of some of the stuff that you have stated. So that is a major plus for me. But for that being said, uh, obviously, uh, the deadly COVID and everything else of what transpired, uh, will it deter me, everything you have stated here, from getting the shot? Probably not, uh, but you make sense. As far as well, keeping everything people, question. sometimes
1: people think from my stance I'm anti-vax. I'm not anti-vax. Uh, I'm anti-forced uh, vax. I think that that should always be a person's choice. And you know, a vaccine is 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 definitely an option for certain people. And if that's the path that they choose, you know, uh, I, I I respect that, and and I think that that's important um, that people have that ability to choose. Um, I you know, my in, I was. in Going insane over the fact that they were forcing people to do it. Um, you know, that to me went back to the Nuremberg trials and, you know, you don't force things into people if they don't want them. Um, I, right. You know, that, that, that I found so, uh, disturbing that we were doing that. Um, for people, and then they said, oh, we didn't force them. Well, no, you just said you're going to take the guy's job away and he's got two kids and a mortgage. So basically you did force him Um, you know, and I had people that, you know, I had people that worked, I have friends that are nurses. Thirty years at, at, at Sloan Kettering, they walked away. So I don't want the shot, you know. So yeah, and I hear uh, you. That was that, that was the tough part, <laughs> you know, for the people that that chose yep. not to. But that's here nor there. We learned, you know, everyone learned a lesson. And uh, building the immune system is an important thing that we can do. Uh, and I hope that uh, this little weekly uh, episode with you, Jay, is helping.
0: It sure has. We get a lot of great feedback, I know, on your end as well. So we appreciate it all. And to get a consultation free of charge with Dr. Ron, uh, you can just make a phone call, 631-563-1444. And uh, certainly go to the website and check it all out, Sunrise Wellness Center, com. Great having you. We'll hey, talk friend. to you next Thank week, you my friend. again. And uh, I
1: apologize for my scratchy throat today. But
0: uh, no, you're fine. Speak to you, you're good.
1: Yeah, I'll speak to you next Tuesday, and stay safe, my friends.